Thanks so much for clicking on this video. We are going to be discussing the Diablo 4 gameplay that may be affected the most by changes to the loot system with their Codex of Power. I'm going to break down how it works and really line out how I think this might really enforce their loot 2.0 philosophy that they they pushed out in Diablo 3 with generosity promoting engagement. But I also want to question whether or not you can have too much player volition and control which essentially will feel a little bit like crafting, that could hurt loot grind and make loot less valuable. There's multiple ways to look at this, so I'm going to break it all down for you right here at the beginning of the stream. I'm going to end the member stream and bring everybody over. If you're not aware, we do members-only content on this channel. Feel free to click the Join button or the, uh, the Members button and link below in the description. And uh, one of the things that I really, really want to drive home about this is that loot grind is really important. Uh, Whenever you're playing a game like Diablo, one of the primary reasons that you kind of continue to go for activities, end games, seasonal content, is you're going for loot. And when they outlined how the Codex of Power was going to work, I sort of became concerned. It was like, well, well, wait a minute. Uh, This could lead to people getting loot too easily or controlling what their loot looks like too easily. So let's take a look at this Codex of Power first and just talk about how is this going to work. We have a nice summary from GameRant.com. Simply put, the Codex of Power is meant to replace the way legendary items worked in previous Diablo titles by becoming a catalog of legendary aspects that players can choose to imbue onto a piece of equipment. So essentially, you're storing up perks, kind of. Uh, whenever you're going for really good gear in a game like this, you're wanting that perk synergy, that perk alignment. Sometimes it comes in the way of set bonuses. Sometimes it comes in the way of perks that line up how you have specced out your character. And basically what you can do, according to the article, is you can unlock new legendary aspects for the Codex of Power through completing certain dungeons for the first time, though this might not be the sole way of filling up the Codex, and it's not. Essentially what happens is they promise to change up the playstyle of Diablo 4's five classes, and the neat part about the system is that players will be able to target specific uh, specific things in specific dungeons. You can run a specific dungeon and get a specific power, and it strips away some of the randomness that was prevalent in Diablo 3. Moreover, it's going to help you if you're on a barbarian and something drops for a druid or a necromancer, that goes into the Codex of Power to be used later. So it actually benefits you long term. So if you're playing as one character, getting stuff that you can't necessarily use, you're still filling up that Codex with things that you could use on alt characters later on. Now, does this pose a threat to loot pursuit? If I'm on an alt character and I already have a very full codex of legendary aspects, can that essentially work against loot grind and loot pursuit once I'm on alt characters, sort of speeding things up? Or does it simply elevate all loot to matter a whole lot more, sort of removing the dichotomy of, well, you want this specific thing and everything else is trash. Commonly in late game loot pursuits in games like this, you're going after a particular thing or a particular role, and if you don't get it, everything else gets demolished. Well, in this system, everything that drops has the potential to be worthwhile saving for later in the Codex of Power. It feels like transmog within the perk system of Legend legendaries essentially so every legendary drop has parts that can be equipped later just like every armor drop is a wardrobe piece that can be applied later it's kind of the same idea i feel like they've almost let 
the idea of transmog sort of impact the loot table and loot system within legendaries and how they work loot 2.0's generosity breakthrough was described by the guy that sort of spearheaded it and he said that one of the things he noticed in the community's feedback after loot 2.0 one of the things they found was that players were no longer saying i just want to finally get this item to drop they were saying I really am looking for a good version of this item. So instead of running an activity over and over and over and over again, hoping for that really low drop rate axe to drop and just taking whatever you get, they upped generosity and drop rates and they found that people played more because now you kept wanting the axe to drop because you wanted to get a better version of it. Okay. My concern is this might strike at the heart of that and work against it. So instead of grinding for that god roll, you're more or less searching for aspects to save to then craft the god roll that you're looking for. It also, though, could be the full realization of player empowerment and generosity to keep you grinding and seeking out loot. So instead of searching for one particular god roll, you're searching for a whole host of different things that could lead to a very customized experience while still maintaining that loot drive and that loot pursuit, as opposed to feeling as if it's all hope is lost, I'm never going to get what I want. Some games really rely on being stingy to keep you playing, hoping that you will just keep coming back you know, hoping that it finally drops and then it typically never does. Or when it finally does, you don't feel a sense of satisfaction. You're just sort of exhausted. And now it's time to stop grinding that certain activity. I think this is subjective to the player, but overall my take is this makes all legendary loot potentially valuable and worth checking. It may end up extending grind due to just how customizable items and aspects could become. So instead of feeling like it's time to stop playing or I've got everything I want, you could always be fine-tuning something or getting things ready for your next character. There will likely still be god rolls to find, then you would capstone those with existing aspects from your existing codex collection. So you would go for a particular drop of weapon, hoping to get a set of aspects, and then you know you can capstone it with the one that you've been saving or the one that you've find to be the most important time will tell but i think this feels like a great system for longevity and loot grind while i do have some reservations and fears about this working against loot grind and loot pursuit making alt characters a little less painful to get up to power but still driving players to find loot so they can plug in the aspects of their choice might be a happy medium between always feeling like you're starting all the way over with a brand new character also you have to consider the ongoing nature of this game being an mmorpg they don't want you to feel like you're just sort of done now that you finally got the last piece of your set of armor or your set piece or that coveted god roll this could also create a breadth of combinations out there so you don't get trapped in metagaming where this is the best thing this is the best role it might actually give them the opportunity to broaden and deepen the horizon so that you're not narrowing everybody down into one class or one build within that class i really want to know what you think in the comments below make sure you're here live for the discussion because i want to ask the live audience what they think about this because i for one think this could go either way i I, my my overall take is that this is good this is positive but i'm also feeling that risk of you can go too far you can have too much of a good thing and player control and player volition uh it, it it honestly i think could be too much of a good thing right i in in many cases in many cases i think sometimes when you look at loot pursuit 
Players don't want to feel completely powerless, but you also don't want players to be in complete and utter control of every aspect of their drops. Then it becomes too handcrafted and curated and doesn't have any sense of excitement, elation, or randomness from drops. Pure random low chance is not the right way, but eradicating almost all elements of random drop chance is probably not any better because then there's no mystery, excitement, or, you know, celebration. Why are things dropping for a character that I'm not working on anyway? The drop going into a bank is great, but what if I'm not even interested in that character that it is dropped for? It's one of those things, Barrier, where I think you kind of need... We we, we used to say this uh, in the other game. You need bad rolls and bad drops to make the good drops better. If, if you narrow down the loot pool to like, oh, I'm playing as a necromancer, so everything that drops is for a necromancer, I think... I think that actually can hurt grind because you're just shrinking the loot pool way, way down. When you have five classes and, you know, th- maybe they give a loot propensity. I don't know. Like, maybe when you're playing on a necro, there's a loot propensity for necro items, but that can't be the only thing that drops. Because I remember uh, sometimes I'd be playing and I would get a drop for like a witch doctor and it would look really cool and it would make me think, man, I definitely want to check out a witch doctor later. You don't need other characters' gear to have bad drops. True, but it definitely needs to feel as if it's this big, broad, open world with lots of potential drops and lots of potential loot combinations as opposed to, I'm only ever getting things for my Necro. That would immediately turn me off from the game. Getting gear for another character when you're on a particular character. You get gear for other characters to trade with other players or sell to other players' NPCs for gold. It turned me off early on to Destiny. Right, I don't honestly think it's a bad deal. I think it's pretty common in these games. Again, I think there has to be a happy medium between allowing the player to sort of curate their own drops so much that it makes it feel less of that random excitement of drop and more, I I want everything to be in this lane. Like, I only want stuff for a Necro or I only want stuff for a Barbarian. I worry that that kind of strikes at the heart of what makes these games so exciting when you get those loot drops that are more meaningful to you. I think people that are going to have one class are going to be somewhat limited, though, no? Right, whenever you come in a game like Diablo and you're only going to make one class, I do think it is fair pushback to say, hey, you're not really playing the game in the way that, you know, they've designed it. They've kind of designed it in a way where they anticipate... Uh, people making multiple characters I actually think it's probably better to serve the people who are going to make multiple characters as opposed to the people that are only going to make one because by and large the people that are going to be buying your seasons your battle passes and playing the game beyond the first two to three months those are the people that you really want to target with your game quality I get why but do I need to get gear for another character as a bad drop maybe this is just my ignorance to Diablo I don't necessarily think there's a right or a wrong way to do it. I think it's generally a thematic choice. It's like a thematic choice. You are out in the wild. You are out here killing all these things and and you're with a bunch of people like, look at this open world feel that it's given. And if you're only getting things for a barbarian because you're a barbarian, that's kind of thematically narrow. That feels very curated. 
as opposed to, oh my gosh, dude, I just got an amazing drop for a necro. Maybe your buddy's a necro. Maybe there's a necro in town. Maybe you're planning on making a necro later. I think that is a possibility. Those those iterations and possibilities are probably more important than somebody feeling like, well, I'm not a necro. I should never see this stuff. I should never get this gear. That's like if in Borderlands you can't get normal guns, just legendary. Yo, Zen says, let's push it over 100 that's 103 members for the day. I said at 100, I'd have to give five more. I'm a man of my word. You guys have gone crazy today. Zen, both streams today, kicking things off strong. Guys, show appreciation for what Zen's doing. Smash the like button. We should easily have 100 likes right now. Off the grid, Holly Star, uh, Holly, Holly Star, Revzilla, Seraphin Puebla, Mohammed, J. Coles, and Devious Rome, Nook, Marsupial Gaming and Dr. Gene. Those are some familiar names there at the bottom. My man Nook, Marsupial Gaming and Dr. Gene. You guys are back in the member pool. Get into the members Discord. Guys, we are going to have a Christmas stream tomorrow night with my wife. We've got some amazing, funny Christmas games. She'll be drinking eggnog. I'll be having some beer. We are going to have a good time tomorrow to ring in the Christmas holiday. So thank you guys so much for being here. Welcome on in. Welcome on in to Reforge Gaming. I will gift my five now. If you've never been here before, hit subscribe. It's free to do that. The more often you watch, the more likely you might get a gifted member. Uh, membership gets you into my Discord. It gets you into members-only streams. And uh, we do about one member stream a day. Then uh, you get my email. Oh, is Zen the one that we, we, we messed up the coffee order with? She took care of that today. Is that who is that who got shorted? We took care of that today. And she put a little something extra in, in the order. Merry Frickmas. Merry Frickmas! Zen says, all I ask for is for people to smash the like button. Well, every 25 members, I gift five. So if that suddenly says 125, I'll do this again. Here's five more. Kim Erickson, Jared Olson, Mark King, Gary Dunlap, and Darren Haywood. You guys all got gifted memberships from me. Welcome in. We invite you as new members into our members-only Discord and our members-only content. And the the question on the table is, the Diablo 4 gameplay that we're going to be diving into next year, is the loot grind going to be hard by the intentionality of the power of Codex? Now, what we're debating right now is people saying, oh my gosh, I, I don't want to get gear for other classes if I'm on a, a particular class. Gorthysis says, cookies fell through because my power went out. Thanks for the great conversation. You have a great Christmas too, Gorthysis. Thanks for ordering coffee and gifting members today. I greatly appreciate it, Gorthysis. Um, and we are getting actually pretty close to 2,000 members. So right now we're about 300 members away. So thank you guys so much for getting us back up to such a good uh, number of members. And welcome into this discussion about Diablo 4. I'm going to smash the like button now. Thank you. Um, There's plenty of bad drops, says Eugene. I wouldn't use for the character I'm on, much less getting drops for another character. If I want drops for that character, I'd play on that character. All right, chat. Weigh in on this. Let's let's have let's have ourselves a debate here. I'm not going to do a poll. Let's do this unscientifically. Which system would you prefer? Right. This comes out in June of next year, Zubair. Which system would you prefer? If you're on a barbarian, you just want to see drops for a barbarian, or would you rather get drops for everybody? 
potentially getting good loot for another character, potentially getting exposed to good loot for another character that might motivate you to be like, you know what, I wasn't going to do that character, but that loot looks really good. Oh my gosh. Zen is not stopping. I have to turn off the alerts when it's a 20 bomb. It's just too long. 123 members for the day. Another 20 from my man, Zen. Finesseful, fresh, Matt Dash, Dark Ops, Different Era, Merc, Draken Pone, Sinking Ship, William Stockton, Adam Russell, Warner Boats, Retro, Cod Lover, Pirate Mo, uh, Lieutenant Lefty, Roger, Dark Link, Harrison, Destrian, and Christopher C. You guys have all been gifted members. You are now welcome. We extend the welcome to you to get into our members only Discord. Come play with us on a game night with community game night come hang out with us tomorrow night for a christmas stream with my wife let's get in here we are two away from me having to gift five more okay let's see what everybody's saying Tuco's saying just my class i'd rather get drops for every character says ration robert says it doesn't bother me too much too much loot anyway can't uh so more gold Solemn says, current system. Creature says, in most games, I would agree with Eugene, but in Diablo setting, I want drops for anything and everything. I want to see drops for everyone, says Quiet Shy. I'd rather get drops for every character. Don't bother... Oh, I already read those. Everything uh, for other characters as well, says Slave to the System. Uh, Let's go, that's dope. Uh, Drops for everyone. Borderlands did this well. Yo! And Nor taking us way over way over we only needed two more and he's gonna give us 10 more you guys are being incredibly generous thank you very much that's 10 gifted members my man bernard is here all the time down under collecting ernest jansen breno andrade caroline bt sid don stockelberg the punisher and cool kurt you guys have all been gifted members that means i gotta do five more blasting us past one 25 so the next time i have to do it is if it says 150 over there you guys are going absolutely massive creature says i want to bathe in loot i tend to have the same attitude my attitude on this is very simple my attitude on this is very simple it's like just pour the loot on seriously just pour the loot on there's my five right there I need to make sure we have been doing this a lot. I need to make sure my PayPal uh, isn't getting too low. That's a lot of $25. Those add up. We don't put much in the PayPal anymore. I used to use it a lot. Um, Okay. Uh, We emptied it. (laughs) Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. That's funny. Uh, Next. Let's just do this. Next. Transfer. I think it probably just pulls from my bank, but I think there might be fees when I do that. Inventory space, though. I don't know why it's letting me do it. I don't know why it's letting me do it. Huh. It must just pull from my bank, then. Let me check. Because I don't know why that one went through. That one went to Telemeto, Rambo the Nerd, Dream ACH, Benjamin, Renwand, uh, and A Potato. Thanks everyone who gives it a sub. 
that is a killer killer number to have over there in the corner could just pull from the bank if you have them linked yeah they're linked uh let me double check here no no paypal yeah i don't know where it's pulling from that's all target was it hitting my credit card I don't know how it's working. I honestly don't know how it's working. We accidentally went underneath. I don't know how that works with PayPal. Oh, you never load PayPal? Yeah, it shows it. I... Yep, funding used. The bank. Yeah, it's using the bank. Okay, we're fine. We're fine. It'll just... It, I, I, I like to know where it's pulling from. It's, we're not in any danger. Okay, so feel free to keep going. If that hits 150, I have to do it again. Um, So I want to read your responses now. So what I asked chat was... I got a little distracted. You guys are going so crazy. Um... I asked chat, do you want it to only drop drops for the class that you're on? Eugene saying, I'd be ticked off every single time a piece of gear dropped that I couldn't use on the character I'm playing. If I was after loot for a different character, I'd be playing that character. I'm not playing because of drops I can't use. Yeah, I totally see where you're coming from, Eugene. I do. I 100% see where you're coming from. I, I just, I think that at a fundamental level, you... You have to have a game like this with a giant loot table establishing itself and not narrowing itself just for one particular character. You're playing with other people. It's an open world game. It's an MMORPG. Having a very narrowed curated drop pool because you're on a barbarian, I don't think that's conducive to a game like this. My man Eknor jumping back in with a member VIP gold. That's the man right there. That guy went gifted crazy for a while. He's one of our gifted champs. Welcome back, Eknor. Good to see you. I don't mind drops for other characters, but they should be much rarer than drops for the current character. Maybe 1 in 20 is fine, but 1 in 10 is not good. That's always been a part of Diablo. I would see loot not for my character as currency. Don't know why it didn't get renewed. Was sick for a few weeks. Well, glad. I hope you're feeling better. Welcome back. If we're just getting nothing but legendaries, I hope we don't get too much of the same at the same time. Makes it feel like a reward. Wheezy says it's fun to have a high power drop for an alt class you haven't started yet. Wheezy says post loot 2.0, Diablo 3 was that old Diablo I missed. Diablo makes it rain with loot. You could even argue the game gives you too much loot. Kidding. I want them to keep giving me loot for other classes. Here's something I would say as pushback, Eugene. Here's something I would say is pushback. The mathematical realities of a loot table for a particular class are going to be constraints that you can't really see. And I would worry that if it's only dropping loot for that character, they would have to tone down generosity to keep you from getting things too quickly, right? So what ends up happening is you have to be more stingy. The more you narrow the loot pool, the more stingy you have to be. 
We've talked about this before. We've talked about this in another game. When your loot pool and your perk possibilities are narrow, you can't have super generous drops because you're going to get the thing too quickly. Like you, I think you can ramp up the generosity when you're saying you can get loot for virtually any class. You can get a drop for any of the characters. Now again, it shouldn't be showering you in loot and you're picking through for that one thing for, let's say you're playing as a barbarian. You shouldn't be picking through a pile of loot and being like, I got nothing for the barbarian, right? It, it, it definitely doesn't need to do that, but it also doesn't need to be like, here's nothing but barbarian stuff. You get 29 drops. I promise you that one drop being off class every fifth run isn't going to bother you. If it does F you, I don't care. Would you consider Diablo more single-player or multiplayer? WoW and EverQuest 2, it makes sense for other class items to drop uh, as you're in a group 95% of the time. Homie, this is an open-world MMORPG with world bosses. Like, I I truly don't think that anybody's going to play this game and be like, oh, I'm by myself. Now, yes, you can play by yourself, you can dungeon by yourself and all of that, but many people are not going to have that experience. Right here is the open world section. Like this is the, the, the like the, it's supposed to feel open and online, and you're supposed to see other people and fighting world bosses in a group or grabbing a team to go do a dungeon. Like I don't think this is supposed to feel like a solo effort. Completely off topic, but do you ever miss the long hair? I noticed you pull the type Spock. Uh, I do the type. I, I do the thing on top just because I like it to be up and messy. I don't like it to be all flat on my head, right? It's because when it gets too long, I I tend to... Here comes this man. He don't mess around. This guy. This freaking guy right here just dropped a 50 bomb on chat. That means that we are at oops I did that wrong that's 183 for the day that means I owe you guys 10 I owe you 10 this guy does not quit he went crazy in the past if you are getting a membership right now I cannot shout out your name there's way too many of you but I got news for you you are now welcome to join our discord we want you in our members only discord this is a great community I'd love to see you tomorrow night for our Christmas stream my wife and I are going to be playing some pretty funny Christmas games having some drinks to celebrate Christmas and you're not going to want to miss it that's for members only today we did a member stream I finally checked out Vampire Survivors Uh, it messed with my eyes a little bit but it was really fun and that stuff that you can see as a gifted member members are members you get into all of our members only streams if you want to upgrade to a member plus or VIP you might get extra uploads here and there but generally speaking the member streams are open to everybody that is an absolute massive member bomb if you're really excited about getting into Diablo 4 we actually plan on doing quite a bit with this game so if you're looking for a community of people to play with to grind with to level with to run dungeons with make sure you keep that membership going make sure you plug into our discord get to know the people here this is a great community for that I had so much fun with it Jay Stubbles but it messed with my eyes I don't think I could play it again like I, my eyes couldn't focus afterward the Echnor Storm is here. Yeah, I owe you guys 10. I owe you guys 10. This guy, this guy going so big, I have to do 5 and 5. I can't just do 5. I have to do a 10 spot. Uh, here we go. Here's my 10. 
I'm a man of my word. Every 25, man. Every 25, I got to give five back. And this homie dropped a 50 bomb. He's going to drop a dadgum 20 bomb and force my hand again, taking us to 203 members for the day. And my 10 are in there as well. So many people getting plugged in. Listen, we did this a while ago, and it was during like Call of Duty streams. Call of Duty's not really the stream for this community or for me, but I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Diablo could be a great game for us. So if you just got a member, I hope you come back often. I hope you enjoy my Diablo coverage. Get involved in the debate and the discussion today. Right now, we're debating whether or not should the game be dropping armor and items for a class if you're not on that class, right? Should it do that? How do you feel about that? That takes us to 203, by the way. So I got to do another five. Rockin' Robin's going to do five, taking us to 208. 208. Rockin' Robin's going to do five. Zen is going to do five. That takes us to 213. We are not stopping. My five don't count for that total over there, right? I do five every 25 as a thank you, and you guys are just going absolutely friggin' bonkers. Here comes my five, so we're at 213. 12 away from another one. That is absolutely insane. That is absolutely insane. 213 out of 25. Yeah, look how absurd that looks. I love that. I love that. Guys, can we get 25 members? How about 213? <laughs> Let me see where that puts us on the member count. I this is absolutely bonkers. This is absolutely bonkers. 1793. We are 200 roughly 200 away from 2000. As promised, anytime we hit 2000 members in a month, we will do a Star Wars watch party the next month. We've already done episode 1. You can always go use that VOD. You can always go use that VOD, queue it up with your own watch of episode one and watch along with my wife and I commentating. It's kind of like Mystery Science Theater or Rift Tracks. You can't see the movie or hear the movie with my VOD, but you can have my VOD playing alongside. So the next one up is episode two. If we hit 2,000 members, I will do that with you guys. Just Dance Part 2. Oh, Just Dance is for 3,000. Yeah, the Just Dance. If you want to see me do Just Dance again, that's 3,000 members. But we do have member incentives that are pretty lofty, but... You know, we're, we're slowly getting back up on the horse. My man, Eknor, with half a year, and it's a VIP. He says, feels good to be back. Good to have you back, brother. Good to have you back. So where do you guys land on this? If I didn't, it would feel wrong. Half the fun of getting a drop that's a core unique for another class and trading it to finally buy your best in slot. Yeah, Creature says, if we get 5,000, we'll do a New Year's Eve countdown stream. Yeah, we will. We will. I'll be, I'll be like, hey guys, <laughs> how to get in your Discord? I'm new to it. You can use the Discord command. There's Discord link in the description of all of our videos. Discord.gg/reforgetv. You can do that as well. You can do that as well. Discord.gg/reforgetv. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm kind of in agreement. I want to see drops for other classes. I don't want a narrow loot pool. I'm cool if it drops other class items to a point, says Jace Doubles. I'm in, if I'm in pinnacle activities like dungeons or raids or whatever, then it should drop for my class. But open world bosses, open world general is okay. Otherwise, it's RNG on top of RNG. Okay, Jace Doubles. The central discussion today 
is they're giving you the ability to minimize RNG by pursuing particular aspects and then saving them in a codex of power so that you can imbue them into items later. So they're actually minimizing the randomness. Listen to this. Legendary aspects promise to change up the playstyle of Diablo 4's five classes. And the neat part about the system is that players will be able to target specific powers by running specific dungeons, stripping away some of the randomness that was so prevalent in Diablo 3. So they're really empowering you. They are really empowering you to chase these aspects to then be saved in the codex to then be used later. That's pretty big. And my question is, will that hurt the grind? Right? Is that going to work against the idea of chasing a god roll, chasing the loot that you want? Is it going to give you too much volition? Check my previous comments, key features to understand. Okay, thank you. Hang on. Just got here, so not sure if this is brought up. The only legendary aspects that go into the codex are from completing dungeons. Every legendary power is not found from dungeons. You will have to find them on items. You can remove a legendary aspect from an item and place it on a new item once. It doesn't go to the codex. The aspects you get in the codex are the weakest version possible. If you want a god version of power, you have to find them on an item. I feel the codex will help players find a build, and then they'll need to grind for the perfect god roll build. That's really helpful, Phantom. Here's my question, though. Yo, Eknor just cannot be stopped, taking us to 233. We are in the 1800s now, over 1800 members. My man, taking us up, 20 more gifted members. If you guys are seeing your name in chat, getting a membership right now, we invite you into our members-only Discord and our members-only streams. I hope to see you tomorrow night for our Christmas stream with my wife. We do a members-only stream every day. I'm seeing names I recognize. B. Vargas, The Untouchable, Parkour, Spanky Jenkins. Uh, I'm seeing names that I recognize like... I saw another one. Blueberry Puffin, there it is. Not seeing anything beyond, I like Diablo, this is what Diablo does, so because it's Diablo, I'm fine with it. Again, totally fine, I want games to be themselves, doesn't convince me it's good. Well, I would say it is good if it's running congruent with the identity of the game, Eugene. Does that make sense? Like, the idea being like, what you're asking for feels like them stepping away from themselves. So it's not just, well, this is what Diablo does, therefore it's good. It's like, no, this feels like it's running congruent with the identity of the game. Does that make sense? I... I'm not saying, oh, it's good because, you know, this is what Diablo has already, are, are, are always done. Here, I owe you guys five. I owe you five. I don't know if I should have promised this with Eknor around. <laughs> All right, here's my five. Here's my five. Every 25 members, I have to give five. Love the sweater, by the way. Thank you, Wolfie. Kevin D. Magwide, Dark Live, Bernard Miller, NJ Campbell, welcome back. Or welcome in. So, okay, Phantom Phoenix, this is what I was going to say. You're saying that if I find a really good aspect, I can imbue it to other gear one time, but I have to save the gear. That's not that much difference than saving it in the Codex. That's still semi-transmog-esque. All I have to do is save the piece of gear. So if I have an axe 
and it's got a really good aspect on it and it's one that I know I want but I'm saving it so I can like make my own god roll well then I just have to save the axe in my inventory you see it's like well yeah that's that again that again my concern being is that going to work against the loot grind of once you get that it sort of minimizes how many times you have to go for the drop so you just get to save that item I'm playing Diablo 3 this week. First time doing seasons. Actually enjoying it. Yeah, the seasonal grind in Diablo 3 is really, really fun. It really, really is. Hello, loving the content. Thank you. Hey, if you're new and you've never been here before, welcome into Reforge Gaming. It is a variety gaming talk show. We already did a talk show this morning about Xbox being sued by gamers in San Francisco. That past broadcast is available to you. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. It means you can throw me on in the background. It's sort of like a podcast or a radio show, and you don't have to worry about me swearing. A lot of people use me as their sort of radio show lurk during the day while they're working. We even have an emote, work and lurk. So, if you've never been a member before and you got a gifted membership today, for the next 30 days, you get into all my members-only content and streams and my members-only Discord. Plug in, get involved. This is a great community. Um, The Aspects gains in the Codex are the lowest rolled version. Okay. That's helpful information. It's weird. Did they say that during the stream? Because all the breakdowns I read about this, where did you guys get that info? Official from Blizzard? Because I didn't feel like they touched on that in the stream, and they probably should have. That's like really helpful information. I may have missed it, because I was co-streaming it with you guys, and I might not have caught it. I might have been reading chat or typing in chat or something like that. They also were, you know, talking an awful lot about their stinking... uh, (laughs) They were talking an awful lot about their, uh, their collector's box that they were trying to sell. Or trying to, you know, promote. Played private beta and didn't see an issue, but it's hard to tell until release. I didn't play too much. The systems in the game seem really good. I think they did. Jolly good show. Yo, what's good, Lufi? Yeah, so it sounds to me like it's not going to hurt grind. It's not going to hurt grind. If you're tuning in, we're discussing the Codex of Power in Diablo 4 and how it could potentially help or hurt the loot grind, empowering your grind to be potentially shorter or faster or streamlined, especially if you get really good gear or really good aspects and you want to save those later for alt characters. Now, what they're saying is, is when you throw those in Codex of Power, it's not going to be that big of a deal for your alt characters because it's the weakest version of the aspect. How do people fear about gear dropping for other classes in Outriders? I think it's I think it's contextual and subjective, Eugene, to the generosity of the game. Right? All these gifteds and 140 likes. Let's slap it, chat. Jay Stubbles is asking for 200 likes, chat. I think it's con- I think it's subjective to the game, Eugene. Because think about it from this perspective. If if they broaden the loot table to include all classes and let's just throw out a number that means when you kill this boss they can drop 15 things on the ground 15 things ding 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 feels awesome right feels celebratory and memorable and the dopamine hits you comb over the loot you know six or seven items for yourself and then six or seven items that are not for you right 60-40 split maybe let's say 60% of it's for your class 40% might be random stuff for other classes now let's say you say no I don't want that I don't want that I want you to tone 
the loot pay t- I want you to trim the loot table down right trim the loot table down to only my character well wouldn't that then therefore mean that 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 15 drop boss kill turns into like a seven drop so that that's my question i'm not saying this is the reality but what i'm saying is when they broaden the loot table i believe it empowers them to give you more drops and if they were to narrow the loot table you'd get less drops so isn't it six of one half a dozen of the other what difference does it make they're extra drops you can sell them for money trade them with the buddy save them for an alt character later if they trim the loot table down to just the barbarian well then they'd have to trim down the quantity of drops you'd prefer that why this sweater is from merchoid we have a link you can use in chat to their ugly sweater collection i am not currently working with them they sent me two sweaters as a gift to just promote so I'm not getting paid any money or anything like that. They sent me to, they let me pick some sweaters out and they sent them to me as a gift. I have another one I'll wear tomorrow. And if, it, if, if I, if I say, Hey, I promoted them these two days. Did you guys see any, you know, influx of, you know, sweater orders? Let's work together. Cause they also have t-shirts they could send me. So it's, I prefer that it's the illusion of extra. Yeah. But how do you know it's the illusion of extra? It's not the illusion of extra for every other type of player. It's not the illusion of extra drops for a player who's playing with the buddy. It's not an illusion of extra for somebody who wants to trade it for coin, or maybe they're going to make alt characters. It's only the illusion of extra for you, and even that's presumptive. You don't know that it's the illusion of extra. Again, what if they're giving you more drops because the loot table has more breadth to it? Do you see what I'm saying? If they shrunk the boss drops down to 7 drops instead of 15 and you only got your barbarian drops, great. Nothing changed. Instead of getting 7 barbarian drops and 7 random drops for other classes, you just got the 7 barbarian drops. Nothing actually changed. In the grand scheme of things, that's a net loss for you because you could have sold all that extra gear for gold or broke it down for materials or whatever. You can target farm gear now also, says Paul. It's not like, again, every run is guaranteed different class in D3. You're getting 40 item drops and one is off class. I think that's an important distinction and an important pushback is that you're you're actually mostly getting stuff for yourself. You're mostly getting stuff for yourself. You're not getting stuff for other classes. You're not going to feel like you're drowning in necromancer loot while you're running around with a barbarian. I don't think that's going to be the reality. I don't think you're going to feel like you're sort of, you know, metaphorically spinning your tires. Thanks for the gifted. No problem. If you guys can hear my voice right now, you might be lurking or not paying attention. You may have gotten a gifted membership. Talk in chat. See if you have a green name or a badge next to your name. That grants you permission to get into extra content and my Discord. If you're not a member and you want a gifted member, watch as often as you can. Or you can buy yourself your own membership for 5 bucks a month. At that point, I'd ask, what's the point of off-class then? Multi-purposed. 
subjective multi-purpose. Maybe it's for the guy that knows he's going to create extra characters. He can save it for later. Maybe he can extract the aspect into his codex of power, feeling like a collectivist. I'm going to get all the aspects. That's one more checkbox for my, my codex of power. Maybe he's playing with the buddy, and he wants to give it to his buddy. Maybe he wants to trade it with a random in town. Maybe he just really, really wants to sell everything for gold that's not going towards this particular build. Maybe maybe it's completely different than that. Maybe it's breaking it down for materials, and it's 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 useful to him regardless of class. I'm allowed. Seems like a horrid mistake. Whatever. Nearly. I always lurk. Good to see you, new son Gambit. I hope you get a membership. I got an email letting me know I got one. Oh well, nice, 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 nice. You must watch a pretty good amount if you got one and you weren't even here. If only one out of 100 are off class, what's the point? It's a random nudge. What's good, Agent Slick Slayer? Good to see you. It's a it's it's a random nudge, Eugene. Do you want to know why I made a witch doctor in Diablo 3? I kept seeing cool drops for him. Do you want to know why I made a druid in Diablo 2? I kept getting wolf helmets every once in a while. And I was like, oh, I gotta be, I gotta be able to wear this. I, I gotta make a druid. It's a little nudge. Maybe they want to sell expanded inventory space? Doubt. Thanks for the two spot, Duke Tuco. I'll turn the alerts back on. Oh, I am Skolos got a membership. I've not seen him in a long time. That's fair, I guess. Obviously, that's anecdotal, Eugene. Obviously, that's anecdotal and subjective to my experience. But in my experience... Ah, this reminds me. This reminds me of your defense of the gunsmith system in Call of Duty. Motivating people to try out different guns so they might find a gun that they like. This is a little nudge to say, hey, you might like this other class. The loot looks pretty cool. The abilities sound pretty cool, don't they? Feels a little similar to like me being frustrated by the gunsmith system and you being like, yeah, but it motivates people to try new guns. Off-class items isn't making the game more generous? You don't know that. I think it's a general accepted axiom that the broader the loot table, the more generous you have to be. We talked about this in Anthem all the time. The fundamental mistake that Anthem made was the loot table and the potential perks that could drop on the loot was so broad that the generosity was not aligned with the broadness of the loot table. It was dissonant. It was like, but you're getting a legendary, people would tell me. So the frick what? The mathematical probability of me getting the roll I want is like one in a thousand, which means you better be raining loot on my head. I better be swimming in loot. Not if the drop rate's like one in a hundred. I'll be honest with you, Eugene. I feel like Wheezy's exaggerating. The last time I played with my wife, I am confident we would go back to town and I would see a pretty good number of those X's through the gear, meaning I can't equip it. It's for somebody else. I don't think it's one in a hundred. I think it's like, I think it's like two in ten. It's closer to two or three in ten. I, I would go back to town and have a pretty good number of th- these things. Are, this alert thing is still going from earlier. Hang on, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna try and reset it. <laughs> 
There we go. It isn't to the point that it'll be noticeable difference in your grind. Okay, I reset the alerts since Eknor decided to break them with like 90-something gifted members. Yeah, I think I think Wheezy was being hyperbolic to drive home the point. You're not going to feel like you're wasting your time, like you're getting too many drops for another class. I'd immediately be ticked at that point. Man, is that interesting to me. That's interesting to me. So is your experience largely in... in, in uh, we have 1,818 members. 1,818. That's a beautiful number. I love being that close to 2,000 again. That feels freaking good. I feel like just the other day we were in, we had 700 members and I was like, what the heck are we going to do? You guys have been awesome. You guys have been very awesome. What's your experience been in other games that you don't ever get drops for other classes? And man, oh man, I, this is not meant to be like condescending, but... Can we talk about how pedestrian Destiny is with respect to its loot table? Like, come on. It's such a pedestrian game, bro. Like, you talk about a small freaking loot table. Of course they're not giving you loot for other classes. There's virtually no loot in the dadgum game. That's a small loot table. Now, it might be bigger than it used to be, but homie, back before I stopped playing... That loot table was small to the point that intentionality and volition were dangerous because you give people too much too much power and direction in that game and they're going to they're going to they're going to devour that loot table. The destiny rolls also mean very little in terms of stats they drop with. Sure. Lightfall looks like it's full of more reskins. I I I I, I would pretend to be shocked but I don't care. Yeah, Eugene's not going to play Diablo. He doesn't he doesn't do the isometric thing. He do, yeah, he doesn't do isometric. So he's not even interested in the game. Can we get 200 likes on this video, guys? What a stellar day. We only need 38 more. You guys are crushing it. Absolutely crushing it. There's plenty to do depending on the season. Listen, I'm, I'm not talking about there being things to do. What I'm talking about is when you play a game like Diablo, the loot table is enormous comparatively. Like, Destiny's loot table looks like a matchbook in comparison to the loot table in a game like Diablo. It's, it's, there's just no way. We'll get him eventually. I don't think you will. I don't think you'll get him. I doubt he's even tried out Hades. As much as he loves Returnal, I don't even think he's tried out Hades. The isometric of all isometrics to be playing right now. I might give Diablo 4 a shot. I'd never never fully played one, but I did enjoy the little bit I tried out before. Yeah, the Diablo 3 seasonal grind is people, people really enjoy it. They do. They really, really enjoy it. You think D4 is going to beat D2? Yes. Yes. I do. I played a lot of D2. I played a lot of D2, played a lot, did a lot of Druid runs, and they, from everything I've read, they have combined the best of D2 and the best of D3, and they're putting it into an MMO open world ongoing game. I can't freaking wait. 
150 dungeons they haven't even talked about they haven't even talked about how procedural generation will help this game they haven't even talked about it I just this I, there is there is I I feel like this, this is this is an analogy I've used sometimes you know how in the movies like Godzilla's little little spikes come up out of the water and you're like yeah he's pretty big and then he climbs up out of the water and you're like oh my gosh he's enormous I feel like we've only seen the back spikes of Diablo 4 we're just seeing the back spikes it hasn't fully stepped out of the water yet it just the the the, the size and the elasticity and the longevity of a game that mastered procedural generation in Diablo 3 created 150 dungeons for this game I'm telling you I, I don't I don't think we've fully seen behind the curtain yet I think we've only seen the back spikes of this game that's a bold statement I hope it's a good as you expect I'll be getting it for sure don't drive me away from Diablo 4 I'm not trying to drive anybody away if something can top bail runs I'd be surprised bail runs are still the goat Here's the thing. They have eight years of data and research from Diablo 3. Okay? So think about this. They 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 are on record as to saying there are previews from really, really educated people that have played this. Like Wowheads said they took the best of Diablo 2 and put it in this game. They took the best of Diablo 3 and they put it in this game. Now, I want you to think about the jet fuel that they can put in the tank from eight years of having one of, at this point, one of the best live service endgame environments. Like when people talk about ongoing endgame archetypes, Diablo 3 is commonly referenced and it's impacted the market to the point that a game completely different in almost every aspect, No Man's Sky essentially carbon copied Diablo 3's endgame structure. 20 million sales within a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of people. I grew up on D2, so it's going to be hard for a Diablo game to top it personally. That's just me. I grew up on Diablo 2 as well. Like, I cut my teeth on Diablo 1, then Diablo 2, and then obviously Diablo 3, a lot of people didn't stay with for very long, and then I came back to it with a seasonal grind, played a lot with my wife. My wife and I played through the Diablo 3 campaign probably two, maybe three times, and we did probably two, maybe three seasonal characters t- together. We always got a little annoyed, at least I definitely got annoyed, and we kind of jumped off the rails when the Diablo 3 seasonal chapters would ask us to do things solo. It's like, well, I'm sitting on the couch with my wife. I don't feel like booting up the game solo and doing really anything. I'm sitting here trying to play with her. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's one of those things where I, you know, nice work on those shores today, creature. This guy knows what he's talking about. They took the best of every Diablo and they put it into this game. Still praying for a Diablo 2 expansion. I want a Diablo 2 quality of life update that gives me infinite stamina and potion stacking and then I would actually play that game with my wife. I wanted to play that game with my wife. I really, really did. 
but the the stamina limitation in 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 dungeons and cave systems and open world and and the freaking lack of potion stacking it just drove me insane i was like why would you not update these systems why would you not modernize them like if somebody wants a classic d2 experience sure let them check those boxes but let me check other boxes let me have infinite stamina let me stack potions like i don't know off topic in old news, but I looked and couldn't find a video for the EU's response to the FTC's accusation that Microsoft lied. Do you have a video about it? Yeah, we covered it. And the EU's response was stupid. They apparently didn't realize that the FTC directly quoted their document. Tell the EU to go read their own dadgum document, because the FTC directly quoted it. And the EU disputed headlines, because they're dumb. I enjoyed D3 as well. Let's just hope it's good. Potion stacking, rune stacking, gem stacking, all of that would be nice. Oh, for sure. Damn is the only problem, and I'm uh, until like level 20. Yes, but the early game grind is what hooks people. Like, seriously. That's why the seasonal grind in Diablo 3 is so enjoyable. It emulates that early grind. That's why people like Expeditions in No Man's Sky. You get that early taste. Ding, something done. Ding, something built. Ding, like you just ding, 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 ding. You're just getting all those dings. Yeah, tell Microsoft to read their own conclusions and arguments as well. Are you pro or opposing? I covered that this morning. I, I answered. I answered in that stream. I'm gonna give you a brief answer now. I don't want to. I don't want to change the subject. I think that level of consolidation is too risky and I think it's ultimately a threat to the market and shouldn't happen. I reference cell phones and internet service providers as other massive tech consolidations that have just hurt the consumer quality and price. I love Diablo 3, never Diablo 2. I bought it and I wasn't a fan. Am I a loner on this one? I just didn't get into it. Does it open up later on? Um, here's the problem, J.P. E. Morgan. Here's the problem, Morgan. I have like a I have like a fuzz. I saw it in the corner of my eye. If you get used to Diablo 3 and you try to go back to D2, you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to be able to do it. There's too many modern things absent. They did so much in Diablo 3 to streamline looting, you know, before you have to go back to town, right, and sell everything, uh, you know, stamina not being an issue. Th- th- those things they don't seem like rough edges to the nostalgic D2 player, okay? To the nostalgic Diablo 2 player, those are non-issues, right? Those are warts. They love Diablo 2 warts and all. They're like, oh, it's just great. Right. But to you, Diablo 3, you loved it. To me, I, I did too. I got really used to Diablo 3. Going back, I can't do it, brother. I can't. I, I simply can't. If you're just tuning in and you're curious like what my thumbnail is about, how uh, Diablo 4 gameplay will be heavily influenced by legendary items in the Codex of Power, we've been sort of questioning how the loot grind is going to feel in Diablo 4. We've debated and disagreed on if you're playing as a barbarian, 
should all drops just be for barbarian or is it okay to have drops for other classes uh, I talked about the ability uh, to you know save a piece of loot and imbue the legendary aspect later into something else uh, affecting loot grind you can also save it in the codex of power but when you save certain aspects in the codex of power it's like the weakest version of it so that codex of power is not really a threat to loot grind but what could be a threat to loot grind is maybe a little bit too much volition uh, with saving items almost transmogging your gear uh, in the late game we don't quite know what it's going to look like but I have my own concerns about if you give players too much volition and too much power it can pose a threat is the light count frozen I wonder if I've been harping on likes and the light count's frozen. I don't think it's moving for me. Um, I don't think it's moving for me. Let me check on mobile. What are you guys seeing? We've been having issues on back end. We've been having issues on back end. No, it's not frozen. Folks just aren't hitting it. <laughs> it's not frozen. Folks just aren't hitting it. I was like, man, surely by now we should have 200. What's going on? We had an issue yesterday with stats on the back end not looking right, and I thought maybe that's what was going on. I played Diablo 2 since 2003 and Diablo 3 since release. Diablo 3 is just as far from D2 as D2 was from D1 and D1 was from Rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Those... I'm telling you, you don't give enough credit... I don't think we as gamers give enough credit to like small quality of life updates, but when a small quality of life update gets rid of a rhythmic pain point, that quality of life change is massive. It's massive. It's like when you have an eyelash poking your eye. It's the tiniest thing, but the minute you pull and the eyelash comes out, oh, it's so much better. If not, every time you blink, it's a nuisance. Every time you move your eye or or look in a certain direction, it's annoying. That's what it feels like in a game that, like, you you rip those quality of life updates out. It's like, it's just a nuisance. No, I can't pick everything up. No, I can't look at everything. No, I can't stack uh, potions. No, I can't run across this open field to get to where I want. I'm out of stamina. And I know that's early game, but still... Is what you're saying is like as far as legendaries go, when you can have when you can just add aspects to everything, then everything is just good, which makes nothing good. The concern would be, Curtis, there's two ways to look at this. If you look at it from one angle, the way that aspects are gonna work makes all loot matter. Every drop you get that's legendary, you're gonna check it to see if it's got a good aspect on it. If it does, you're gonna save it. Because you can imbue that into something later on. So once you get to the end game and you're really grinding for the best stuff, it makes all loot matter. But similar, kind of in the vein of what you're saying, if you give players too much power, are they going to be able to craft god rolls a little too easily? Are they going to be able to sort of hone in a piece of gear too easily? And in turn, is that going to pose a problem to loot grind? Is it going to short-circuit it? Is it going to make it shorter? I don't think it is. My take is, this is the full realization of Loot 2.0. Like, Diablo 4's loot system sounds to me like they took Loot 2.0 further. You can't save legendary powers from gear. It's only aspects drops from a dungeon. You can't save aspects from legendary drops. That's a one and done. No. Phoenix said you can imbue an aspect from something one time, so you would just save the gear. 
That's what he said. He said, oh yeah, you can do that, but only one time. So wouldn't you just save that gear? You'd be like, oh, this axe has a great, great aspect that I want. Well, you wouldn't trash it. You'd store it. Because then you imbue it that one time. Now, Phantom... Can that can that Im, can that aspect get passed along, or once that aspect is imbued, it can never be done again? Like, let's say I'm just gonna throw out a fake one. Let's say I have an axe, and it has an aspect called Skull Splitter, and I imbue it, Skull Splitter, into this spear. Is that it? It can never be done again. Skull Splitter's stuck here now. That's my understanding of it. So you'd essentially hold on to it for the right drop to imbue it in when I'm grinding primal ancients I want a top drop for what character I got equipped oh I 100% get that if you're running really hard endgame content it should 100% it should prefer it should definitely prefer your character that you're on your class that you're on I don't disagree with that because when you're going into harder content man the reward should be have a, a lean and a bias the aspect from a dungeon can be put on as many items if you want but the aspects from dungeons that go into the codex of power they're the weakest version of the aspect are they not correct skull splitter would be stuck until you find another drop with it got it got it got it got it right but see okay this kind of still gets at the heart this still gets at the heart of what I what I was asking So even with a fuller understanding of how it works, I still have concerns, and let me explain why. Now you're not necessarily, I'm not saying this is true, this is a possibility. You're not necessarily on the hunt for loot. You're on the hunt for aspects. Because if you really want an axe with skull splitter, and yes, of course, hot feet. Does it have a synergy with hot feet? (laughs) If if you have that in your mind, you're not on the search for an axe with those things. You're on the search for those things, right? Answer me this. Let's say I have an axe and I imbue it with skull splitter. And now I find hot feet. Can I imbue hot feet as well? Or does every weapon get a one-time imbue? Like once that axe has been imbued with skull splitter, I can't put anything else on it. Sorry about that. I'm just posing the question. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You said it better. Right, no, Curtis, that that was literally in my show open. When I opened my show, I asked that question, like, does this pose a threat to the loot 2.0 generosity aspect? Top of my head, it's one time, says Paul. Not 100% sure. I would think that they would only let you do it once. Because that would be the safety net against what I'm concerned about. Because then it would just turn into a crafting game. You're just hunting for the best aspects. And you throw them on this axe. And you slowly but surely turn this axe into a god that you know just keep throwing aspects into it. Like, you get to the end game, you get a really, really good axe drop, and then you just keep throwing aspects on it. You know, for, for an in- infinite number of things. Ah, 
I am not sure what's happening. Is you two having trouble or did like we were popping, debating and dialoguing and I'm like, what happened? What is going on? Is it a screech? Are we having like that weird thing where it's saying that are people getting disconnected from chat or something? We were moving. We were really debating. I feel like I'm 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 in a I'm suddenly in a in a chasm alone. Hang on, maybe I got disconnected from chat. I'm refreshing my chat. Making sure I'm not on top chat. Okay, there it is. I was like, okay, I didn't see these messages. I'm no Diablo player, but that discussion is very interesting. Diablo 3's loot pool is huge. They have legendary ancient and primal ancient. Maybe there are slots for aspects. Get more slots the rarer the gear. Okay, I didn't see any of those messages. My chat was glitched out. Um... Phantom says, I don't know if you can keep replacing aspects, but if you imbue an item with a legendary power, the new one will replace it, as seen in the dev update at about 35 minutes. Okay. Okay. So you replace the one that's there. Well, but so ideally what you would do is you would wait for that you would wait for the god roll and then you would imbue it with the aspect that you think is like the primo one. You'd be like, no, this is the one that I want. I'm gonna I'm gonna imbue I'm gonna imbue this. Why even get excited? These games aren't fun anymore. Why would you click on the stream then? Like why would you why are you here? If you don't like isometric dungeon crawlers, if you don't like Diablo games, why would you click on a Diablo stream? Path of Exile is incredibly popular and so is Diablo 3. Diablo 4 will likely be one of the most commercially successful games next year. Like, I don't, what, do you commonly, do you commonly make bad decisions in life? Like, man, I really hate racing games. Let me find some racing streams to talk about how racing games aren't fun. Like, what, a bizarre choice of, uh, of, of a daily activity. It's like D3, once you change the one thing, that's the only slot you can change. Right, right, they do that in the division. They do that in the division here for you bro well I appreciate you being a fan of the show and watching regardless I guess I have a different question for you then why do you, why do you not like games like this do you not like Diablo do you not like isometric do you not like dungeon crawlers what what games are you talking about and why don't you like them seems to me that gaming was better 10 years ago now every game is so complicated like Madden used to be great and simple now the pre-snap read is too complicated go back to basics I don't agree I think there are plenty of games right now that you can play and shut your mind off and just have a good time I yeah I don't think I agree with that I think you, from what we've seen even in Diablo 4 you can play Diablo 3 right now and largely shut your brain off and just play make a seasonal character man just go looting like, if you really want to take it serious and up the difficulty and, and, and min-max, sure, it gets complex. But I've always said that complexity beneath simplicity is super important. And I think there's plenty of games that pull that off. You can play plenty of games right now at a very simplistic level. You could play any of the games out there, like any of the melee-based combat games, let's say you really want to play Jedi Fallen Order or Tsushima or, or Ragnarok or something. You could just play them and put them on story difficulty and just have a good time. 
you don't I if if you feel like games are too complex or too complicated perhaps you need to consider it's the approach it's not the game themselves that's a great point god roll stats on rares five aspect slots and then take a top tier legendary aspect from a lower level legendary they staged the legendary codex they stated that the legendary codex will only give you the lowest level of the legendary effect items that you pick up will have different ranges of the legendary power essence captures that variation right and i think that's a really really good protective measure against going into diablo 4 codex of power and just making your the, you know the, 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 a god tier piece of loot you can't do that they built the system to not allow you to do that you just need to look up youtube for build videos and work towards creating a build that you like the only brought drawback to d4 says josh I've seen so far is I'll have to buy it twice so I can chill and play on the X and the big screen. Can't wait for it to come out. Phantom Phoenix says another key point with imbuing aspects. If you have a rare amulet with 10 plus health and 10 plus damage, you can imbue it with skull splitter. However, the stats won't go up. So if you find a legendary amulet with skull splitter, it would have a higher health and damage stat. So the gear is automatically better when it has an aspect on it. Nice sweater. Thank you. Uh, Merchoid sent this to me as a gift. I've got another one for tomorrow. You guys can use the shirt command if you want to check out their ugly sweater collection. I'm not getting paid to wear it. I'm not getting a kickback if you order anything. They just sent it as a gift. I thought that was really kind of them. Uh, So... We could we could we could end up working with them in the future. We'll see. I'll reach back out. Um, I will reach back out and let them know that we had really great reception to their loot. Rare gear just rolls with lower min max. Legendary gear can drop with higher min max. If it drops as a legendary piece of gear, it has a higher min max value. Paul beat me to it. Well, here's my question, Phantom. In my concern and in my speculation, I was not considering taking legendary aspects and imbuing it into something not legendary. I thought that you had to take a legendary and imbue the aspect into another legendary piece of gear. Oh, you can do it into a rare. See, that wasn't even my concern. I didn't even know you could do that. You get to level 70 and seasonal by grinding bounties and rifts, and bounties is the easiest way to farm gems. I think the aspects are there so you can make a build and use it no matter what drops you get, like a stand-in until you get the god roll drop. That I kind of see it that way too, Roic. You just hold everything or craft it and screw yourself out of the best gear. Sounds like a great RPG. Um, no, no one's described that system. Like getting to the end of Elden Ring and finding out you lost out on the best armor. Fun. I, I generally feel bad for people that are that negative and pessimistic. I, I don't know. I, (laughs) you, you're, if everything is half, if everything is half full, you know, maybe it's time to find a new hobby. You know? I'm sorry, half empty. I said that in the wrong way. 
if the glass is always half empty, man, you're you're maybe it's time to go to a different restaurant. I it sounds like you and gaming have have had a falling out. Hanging out in a gaming live stream just to look for I don't know, maybe emotional validation with your unhappiness. I I'm not going to validate your emotional state. You're allowed to feel that way, but n- that's not the state of gaming right now. That seems to be a pessimistic response to games in general. Yeah, uh, you can still use the gear. When it becomes obsolete, you find better rolled gear. You can take that legendary power and still use it later. You don't keep anything under 70. When you beat the game, go into a bounty and kill Skeleton King. Get a 70 helm. Diablo has the magic loop that games like Vampire Survivors. It's not about getting the best gear. It's about the chase that's fun. Yeah, Have you ever thought about that? Right? Have you ever thought about that? It's Sometimes the loot itself is not what's so great. It's the chase. I, that's an interesting thing to think about. The explosions, the pops, the dings, the twinkling lights. That's where the love is. Like, the actual drop is not really... Isn't that interesting? Like, have you ever thought about that in Loot Pursuit games? Like, the actual drop in and of itself, it's like... It sure is fun when you get that really good drop and then you start using it and you see the results of it. But it quickly becomes part of the foreground right you quickly look past it it becomes an assumed reality in your gameplay it's not necessarily about the loot I mean it is but it also isn't it's just I don't know I've always I've always thought that was kind of interesting that we we spend so much time chasing loot there's always that weird bittersweet moment when you finally get it you realize that the chase is over you know you're like well I got it. It's time to, I guess, time to do something else. No matter where Diablo 4 players come from, on what platform their choice is, Blizzard has announced in a press release that the next installment of the franchise will feature cross platform play. Is that a brand new announcement or are you answering someone's question? Because I don't don't feel like that's new news. You're wrong. Gaming sucks right now. Boxing games are a great example. Look at Undisputed. They're still trying to catch up to Fight Night 5. Yeah. I feel like you're in here on an alt. Because I've I've made it clear that I get a little annoyed by that outlook. And I get annoyed with people that come into a stream and try and do that. Like, we're in here trying to talk about the Diablo 4 loot system. And I feel like you're in here on an alt trying to disrupt what we're doing instead of enjoying the conversation engaging in the conversation talking about Diablo 4 talking about the potential loot system and how it's going to impact grind uh, the codex of power uh, the debate about whether or not if you're playing as a barbarian should every drop be on a barbarian this yeah it sounds like you're the, I had a guy here in here doing that a while ago and I got irritated with him and, and, and kicked him out and I feel like you watch my streams enough to know that and you're in here like intentionally trying to press that button. You know what I mean? Like I feel like your slip is showing. Just here just got here. What's the main change from Diablo 3? One of the main change uh one of the main changes uh with Diablo 4 to Diablo 3 is they are going to allow you to 
take legendary aspects, save them in a codex to be used later, even on alt characters, like if you get a good necromancer drop. You can also take a legendary aspect on a weapon itself and imbue it into another one, giving you a lot more control over your gear. Also, you can chase particular legendary aspects in a dungeon. Like if you know there's one that you really, really want, you can chase that and try and get it. The main change is the number. Yeah, that's the main change. Yeah, yeah. Four is higher than three. (laughs) Uh, This is what it looks like. Amulet with essence. So it's the star, right? Whirlwind periodically pulls nearby enemies to you. Oh, this is perfectly helpful. Let's take a look at this. This is really good. Okay. Okay. Let me... We'll go here, and let me turn off that version of the cap card. There we go. Okay, so... This is a helpful screenshot. What we have here is, above me is a rare amulet. And you can turn that rare amulet into a legendary amulet. You'll notice that the 16% overpower damage is over here. The 6 damage while healthy is here. Plus 4 maximum fury is here. And the 11% fury cost reduction is here. Okay? The difference is the star. It has been imbued. Whirlwind periodically pulls nearby enemies to you, barbarian only. So, this has been imbued with an essence and made into a legendary so now it has them now the way that I understand it is let's say you had an amulet over here that was legendary and you didn't like what the star said you could imbue it with this whirlwind thing as long as you had an item as long as you had an item that had that aspect or if it was an aspect in your codex of power now If it comes from the Codex of Power, it's going to be a weaker version of that thing. If it's on an actual item and you imbue it from the item, it's going to be a better version. It's going to be stronger. What they're doing is, is they're giving you more control over your loot while still making rare finds, rare drops out in the world. Or in this case, sorry, I shouldn't use the word rare. Legendary drops out in the world are more valuable. They have the potential to be more valuable, I guess I should say. So you're you're not gonna have you're like your loot pursuit, your loot pursuit is not under threat by this system. Like this system is gonna have you chasing more loot, valuing everything that drops. Like every item that drops, you're gonna be looking at it and saying, that's a legendary. Let me see if it's something that I want. Let me see if it's an aspect. Let me see if I want to save that in my Codex of Power, whatever the case may be. Let me, maybe I want to save this piece of gear for later because it has something on it that I want. 
The updated graphics of the skills look great. I think you lose the first aspect of power when you imbue it if you don't already have it saved. Yeah, I don't know. It did sound like you had to like save it in the Codex of Power if you didn't want to use it. I feel like I read that somewhere. Is that how it works, Phantom? Like, if you... If you it doesn't go into the Codex of Power unless you actively save it. The only item you can't change is the unique items, which are above Legendary. Or is it kind of like... Is it kind of like Transmog? Like, once it drops that aspect goes into the Codex of Power automatically. How many, um... How many coffee orders did we get today? You guys went insane. That's a real number, by the way. 233. That's how many members we got today. If it hits 250, I have to give five more. We went crazy. You guys made me gift so many members today. Every 25, I have to give five. So that's a real number. And the the view count and the like count on both streams has just been incredible. So if you guys have been enjoying the streams today, thank you so much for being here. It's just been a blast. We've been discussing today the Diablo 4 loot system and the Diablo 4 legendary items and how they're going to work. Dungeon aspects equals you save them and can use them as many times as you want. So there's a difference between a dungeon legendary aspect and like a legendary aspect that's on an item. Got it. So there's going to be dungeon aspects that you grind to fill your codex of power. And one of the main reasons that you're doing that is you're trying to, you're trying to basically fill that codex for maybe alt builds later, or, you know, I might start a second character and there'll be a necro and I'll have a bunch of stuff in there from the dungeon. Oh, you can't get them all? What do you mean you can't get them all? Love the channel. Not a member, but a subscriber. And I like every video I listen to. Thank you, SDO. I hope you get a gifted member. I see you in chat a lot. You, SDO, you should have gotten a gifted member today. Do you have allow gifts turned on? Yo, it's good. Huge package. We doing some Xmas shopping. Got an email that I was gifted. Thanks again. Hey, welcome back in. If you got a gifted... You get you get into our back into our members only Discord. We're gonna be doing a Christmas stream tomorrow night. Madam and I playing a bunch of goofy Christmas games that I found on Steam. We'll be having drinks and a good good time. Correct. Each dungeon rewards its specific aspect. There are aspects that only drop on gear and aren't dungeon rewards. I thought I understood this system and it just keeps going down. The occultist can extract a legendary power from a legendary item crystallizing it into essence while destroying the item in the process. That essence can then be implanted into another legendary item, overriding the power that was present in the item at that time. Essence material can also be stored and used at a later time. Unique items cannot be modified in this way, keeping their fantasies intact, and as their name implies, unique. So there's something above a legendary, and it's unique. Okay. So it's rare legendary unique uniques are like the god rolls uniques are like the god tier items well i was going to check how many orders on stamps but stamps.com is glitched out what's everyone's favorite class for me it's the druid i'd gift you one directly if only youtube would make it happen 
I really hope that's the next thing they let us do. Gifting directly would be really nice. There's people like SDO, Jeeves is here all the time, Salty Butt is here all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I'd love to be able to click on them, but like, bam. When somebody makes a really good point in a discussion, bam. I see Eknor has been providing for the Reforge squad. Yeah. Yeah, we have 1,818 members now. We're, we're back within reach of 2,000. If we hit 2,000 in December, I'll, I'll give you guys another watch party next month in January. Yeah, if you have yeah, if you have it turned on, I would turn it off and back on again cuz SDO is here all of the time. I've been a subscriber of yours for a while and just want to say keep up the good work. Thank you. I appreciate that. Druid looks great. Really looking forward to that and sorcerer. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Druid and I think I'm going to have my wife do cuz we love playing together. I think I'll have her do I'll do some research. But I think I'll have her do sorcerer. She likes to she likes to kind of stay back and and throw stuff at the enemy. She loves being a demon hunter. Monk is a blast. Well, there'll be no monk out of the gate. It's barbarian, necro, druid, sorcerer, rogue. Those are the five out of the gate. And I'm excited about druid because I was almost always a druid in Diablo 2. Almost always. Really, really enjoyed it. Necro. I love playing as a Necro in Diablo 3. Necro feels kind of busted. <laughs> Especially when you make a seasonal Necro. Like, as soon as you get Corpse Burster, it's just it's, it's just insane. It feels a little busted. I remember the first time I started doing it, I was like, this is is this OP? <laughs> Are we the baddies? It was like, is this OP? Is this broken? That's what it felt like. I have high hopes for Diablo 4. Really hope they pull it off. Necro for sure. Yeah, I that, like. I think it's going to be hard not to just pick Necro out of the gate. You know, maybe I'll have my wife be a Necro. You know, I'll be I'll be Druid and she'll be the Necro. Dual wield rogue for me. Love that you can spec into range too. Um, barbarian just for ease of play. These are screenshots from the occultist. Codex of power, item to be modified. Or Okay, so you put an item in the top. And then you go grab the so they're oh so they're showing how it works when you go grab the aspect uh from the codex of power. Or from your inventory. Here, let me let me pull this op- up for you guys. Some of you might have already seen this. Sometimes I just kind of go into a subject and we get we get lots of info as we go. Okay, so this is what the occultist is going to look like. So item to be modified, you would put the item there. And then you can uh basically imbue it from the codex of power or from an aspect in your inventory so you could have an item in your inventory that you you bring over you bring over the the legendary aspect and see this is the thing that I was I was saying is 
does that potentially let you save loot to like all the time every loot that drops has the potential to boost something up later you can see the aspect is weaker on the final item than what's listed in the codex charge bolts gain two extra projectiles charge bolts gains two extra projectiles but its mana cost is increased by 2.5% mana cost is increased by 5% okay so it's better on the item in the wild the glorious staff of overwhelming bolts it's better had he done it from the codex it wouldn't have been as good it would have essentially done the same thing but it would have cost him more mana okay Oh, here's something else to consider. Empty sockets. Now, are those empty sockets for a gem or are those empty sockets for aspects? No, those are sockets. Those are for jewels because it's got the diamond shapes right on the icon. Those are for gems. Okay, okay. Okay, so the glorious staff of abundant energy had crackling energy and he switched it right so he goes in and he grabs aspect of overwhelming bolts and then boom now it swapped out what was there so you can replace the aspect you can't like keep adding more why did it do that I'm curious why it did 2.5% sorcerer only Did it give her less because she's a sorcerer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mana cost is 5%. It's 2.5 because she's a sorcerer. So she got a discount because of who because of the class. She got like a class specific discount on the mana cost. Okay. Okay. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty I think that's a pretty good system. It feels like they were considerate about I think the 5% is showing the max roll but it's mana cost is increased by 5 yeah I don't know if it's showing the max possibility because in the screenshot where it applied it literally says sorcerer only like is she getting it is it marked down to 2.5 because she's a sorcerer I wonder I, I don't know. I don't know. In any case, in any case, it sounds like they were a lot of my concerns. I I don't have to worry. It seems like yeah. It seems like I I don't have to worry. They're uh. They they've they've thought about all these things. They've thought about giving the player some control, but not total control. They've thought about volition with respect to what you know what you chase and what you get. You can, you can gear farm, you can aspect farm, you know, and you can control, you can more readily control, uh, what you get and what drops in the game. Yeah. I think, I think this is, I think this is a good system. I think the people that, that were like, is it going to be better than Diablo two? You know, is it going to be better than Diablo three or whatever? I think they've clearly pulled from both games. When that number is blue, it's a range. 
So when they show the five, they're basically saying it won't be any higher than that, but it could be lower. They clicked on it, the game would tell you. Okay. Diablo's a special series, no doubt. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. My main question left, says Phantom Phoenix. Can we then re-imbue the same staff with a different aspect later, or can it only be imbued once? Yeah, I don't see any evidence that you couldn't imbue it again. Like, there's nothing on this screen. Hang on. There's nothing on this screen to indicate now that it's been imbued it did it say it in the picture before yeah that's a good question that's a good question because before it's imbued it doesn't say imbued it's just a star and it says crackling energy it literally just says crackling energy this is a you know this came out of the box with crackling energy but once you imbue it, the actual item now says imbued charging bolts or charged bolts. So once it's like that, I wonder if that means not can't be imbued again. I'm not sure about that myself. Maybe it just costs more each time. Yeah. Here's why I think you could probably still do it. I think we can extrapolate from this menu right now that it can be done, and here's why. He is currently highlighting the two-handed glorious staff of overwhelming bolts, okay? You see how Codex of Power is grayed out? Obviously, that's going to be grayed out until you put an item up here, right? Notice, item to be modified is not grayed out. So this tells me he can drag it back over there and do it again. Don't learn imbued from Dark Souls 3 and is just using it freely now. <laughs> what a callback. What a callback. I don't think they have publicly said one way or another. I would think that because you see how this right here aspect from inventory is also not grayed out. I think you could drag that over and be like, oh, I want to pass charged bolts to something else. Not that you really have to. Charged bolts came from the Codex of Power. But at the very least, these things are not grayed out for this item, which means it could be drugged into either one of those, either one of those boxes. Codex of Power is grayed out because until you put an item over here, Codex of Power is not going to turn on because there's nothing in the box yet. So that's not conclusive. I that's that is that is a little bit you know sort of presumptive just from this this rough UI snapshot. But as far as I can tell, this this seems to me to indicate that. Even though it's been imbued, it, you you could imbue it again. Does the druid heal? I don't know if he has any kind of a uh, any kind of a heal rate thing.
Graphics are great on the game. We need to talk about that. No more cartoony goofiness from Dark Soul uh, from Diablo Three. Yeah, I don't feel like I I I don't feel like there's a there's a cartooniness to Diablo Three. I don't think I agree with that. I I don't I I think both Diablo Two and Diablo Three look very good. I don't I don't. What do you guys think, Chat? Do you think that Diablo Three is cartoony? I mean, I definitely think Diablo Four looks darker, more gothic, more mystical, more more fantasy driven but I don't feel like Diablo 3 is cartoony Aspect is the one that has the legendary power but with a lower power status than it has on an object that you can get directly in the game drop like from a dungeon you can imbue it into a rare or even a legendary item but in the case of legendary items it rewrites the item's legendary power no 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 I know that the question is Deux Alex, unique items are much more powerful than legendary items, and they have more fixes and more le- and a legendary power over that of legendary items. Right, and you can't imbue them. Here's the question that we have, Alex. This has been imbued with charged bolts. If I find something cooler later, can I replace charged bolts? Can I imbue this again? If I find an, a legendary item with skull splitter, I'm just making one up. And I want to put Skull Splitter here instead of Charged Bolts. Can I do that? It's already been imbued once. Can I imbue it again and replace this? I would think that since it replaces it, there'd be no reason to limit the number of times that you can do it. Diablo 3 got so much hate for having those multicolored spells and bright colors. People hated it. Personally, I loved it. Huh. I don't think Diablo 3 is cartoony, but what I noticed was that Diablo 3 is too colorful and less dark. Yeah, and you know what's funny? People are saying that Diablo 4 looks too dark and, like, hard to see or whatever. Like, ah, it's too dark. The cow level in Diablo 3 was a response from the devs on the criticism of Diablo 3's visual style being too cartoony. Oh, they were getting cheeky? That's funny. I had a friend say yesterday that Diablo 3, for the first time, after watching 4 footage, he said it looked cartoony. Huh. It must just be the bright colors then. I've seen a lot of people complain that Diablo 4 is too dark. They're like, I can't see anything. Like, it looks like I'm going to have to turn the brightness up. So it sounds like you've got different aesthetic preferences. Like, there are people that like the, 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 the brightness and the colorfulness of Diablo 3, and they look at Diablo 4, and they feel like it's just too dark. Right? There is no cow level. Oh, that's right. That's right. There is. Yeah, there's no, there is no cow level. What are you guys talking about? Cow level? <laughs> cow level? Oil? Oil? <laughs> Who's talking about oil? <laughs> you cooking? <laughs> cow, cow level? What? Cow level? You are you cooking? (laughs) Diablo 4 doesn't look too dark. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Listen, listen. I all right, hang on. We we got a screenshot here. I I don't get what the big deal is. Like I don't know. Personally. Personally, I think people are just being too picky. I really do. I think when it comes down to the aesthetic and the style of Diablo, 
I think people are being too picky. Diablo 3 is not too cartoony. Come on, that's... This is serious stuff here. This is, this is, this is a dark and scary world. Alright, alright. That's enough of that. Give me one second, chat. <laughs> oh, man. That is well, chat, I have something for you. I have something for you. First and foremost, an enormous thank you to Eknor and Terminal Stupidity and all of the people that went crazy gifting members today. So many of you just went bonkers. Zen, really driving the number home and getting things started and so many more people jumping in. This number is incredible. I I cannot believe it. 233, that's bonkers. I had to gift back so many. We're at 1,818 members. We are so close to 2,000 members. If we hit 2,000 members in December, remember, I will do that Star Wars watch party. Well, we already did episode one. We'll do episode two. We'll do that in January. So anytime you hit 2,000 members in a month, the next month is when we'll do that watch party. Okay? So thank you for a massive, massive day. Smashing like, hitting subscribe, all those things. We greatly appreciate it. We really, really do. We appreciate the support of the channel. If you are one of the people that got gifted a member, you really need to make sure you get into our Discord. There's links below in the description of the video. Uh, there's a Discord command. You can go to discord.gg slash TV. discord.gg slash TV. And not every day, but a lot of the times, we end our day with an upload. There's a lot of things out there for me to react to. Articles, videos, ETC. And you guys responded really well to our reaction content. So if you want to suggest things for me to react to, we have a place for that in the Discord. Games for me to play. Games for me to play with my wife or things to react to. You can suggest all those things in the Discord. Uh, And don't forget, tomorrow night, Friday, it's the night before Christmas Eve. It's the eve of Christmas Eve, uh, the 23rd. 8 p.m. Eastern, I'll be playing some fun, hilarious, silly Christmas games that we found on Steam with my wife. I have a video for you guys here at the end of the day. Uh, Game Rant, I believe. Is it Game Rant? Yeah, Game Rant is arguing that Modern Warfare 2 is not being prioritized. They're prioritizing free content. I'm going to put a link in chat and I'm going to redirect you over there. It'll say that the video is going to premiere in like three hours. Just ignore that. Once you guys get over there, I will publish the video immediately. Make sure when you go over there, hit the like button, leave a comment. These uploads have been doing great, largely because of you. So if you're interested in this perspective, they're arguing that like Warzone's getting preferential treatment because it's free and the paid content's not getting good enough treatment, okay? So make sure and click that link in chat. How do I change my membership settings? If you click on join and then up at the top, there's three dots. You can toggle your membership uh, gifting uh, setting, turn it off and back on again. So click the link in chat. Enjoy this video about Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone basically pitted against each other. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. We will have a great day. 
tomorrow with great topics. I'll have one more ugly Christmas sweater for you from Merchoid. Thank you so much. Stick around for that Modern Warfare video. If it doesn't work, if Redirect doesn't work, just go to my main page. It'll be the featured video. Or you can just skip all that and click the link in chat. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Enjoy this video.